All right. So what is there to talk about that isn't COVID? <laughs> is my actual question. Um, well, I mean, it can be about COVID, but not about the non-tech part. So um, we can talk maybe a little bit about the, um, about the, the tracking apps. Um, oh, I think yeah. we talked about yeah, that yeah. last week as well, but like they've made like some decisions again here, which is interesting. But maybe we can wait with that before there's more progress okay. in the future. I'm thinking out loud right now. Um, there was something as oh, I really I I think it would be cool to talk about uh, Zach and his uh, AR filter journey. Oh no! What? No, I don't know anything. But I know, no, I definitely want to talk about it. I'm just frustrated right now. I'll tell Owen. I told Freddie all about it. I think it's funny because we talked about it already, like uh, a year ago or something. And it was something that I really wanted to get into, but I've never actually done it. Um, Surprise! Uh, But no, you're you're doing it. So it's like uh, I think it's nice to bring back a topic and um, like have some inside information now about it too. Um, and then uh, what else has happened iPad Um, so I've been seeing super good reviews on the iPad cover so uh, maybe we can talk about that briefly Yes. Uh, I I think I watched like 16 YouTube videos about it for some reason (laughs) and yeah it's one of those things where everybody's like it's really great it's also expensive do you need it? no does it make your dollars. iPad a laptop? No. If you, <laughs> if you like your iPad already and you love Apple and you wanted a keyboard and trackpad, and get money this. is no object. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Magic Leap. That's the other one. Oh, Magic Leap. Also, yeah. um, uh, the Surface Book 3 rumors. Oh, yes. Apparently that's dropping soon. Yeah, I think Apparently. it's going to be an event. Weird, we'll that's so fast because this one only came out. Surface Book Three is a long December. time. No, that's the laptop three. Oh yeah, yeah of they haven't updated Surface Book in a long time now. It's their branding mm. is confusing. And then um, <laughs> the Surface Buds, their wireless headphones. MD's buds <laughs> are coming to Europe next week. I, I did see that. How confusing! It also, I love it. I like, also heard the. Um, this is all rumor, by the way. But the the, the, the Google, the Google. Yeah, I'm on that whitelist. I want Pixel the Pixel Buds. Buds. Apparently, they're coming soon too. Oh, I really want to buy that. Although I also am going nowhere, so I don't need anything. Um, right. I yeah. I, every tech thing. Well, so I used to get really into tech products that were for travel because I was traveling for work every two weeks. And so it was all about like the latest wireless headphones and the latest like battery pack and iPad accessory. And I got so excited about all that shit. And like, I was like, Oh, I should buy this for trip. Wait, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Is it going to sit on my desk? Am I going to use it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a while since we're like before we were traveling again. Yeah, um, all no the way. all the travel apps and stuff are now useless, which is a f- weird thing. Like even just like the public transport app, like I don't know. Yeah, I just I, sometimes I open a Google Maps and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with this? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, shall we begin, or do we just sure. go? Chill? Isn't there oh, that just... other topics that we still wanna like? Pre-discuss? Oh, whatever you would like. 
Freddie, can you stop clicking your Apple pencil? <laughs> yes, Dad. <laughs> it's so hard to edit that shit out. I know. Um, it the... <laughs> so one more thing that it it doesn't even have to be in pre-show. I just found really interesting the the blue Yeti mics that we all have. Mm-hmm. They have the Yeti X, the new one that uh... is like advertised at gamers. Oh, it's got like a little LED ring around the volume knob that that is your monitor monitors your uh, audio uh, um and logitech is selling it huh? with all their uh-huh. cuz so oh, i was on acquire them? did they i thought yeti got acquired by logitech or something yeti wait double check logitech. that before you say it on the podcast um some there was a conversation yes. in very cheap did, acquisition oh i didn't know that oh i didn't know that 100 million um, did they did they get it from blue then because Blue is a yes. microphone brand. and They, they acquired Blue. The Yeti. They oh, they acquired Blue. Blue. Yeah, oh. in 2018. You're my boy, Blue. Um, <laughs> there was a conversation in Discord about keyboards. And so I was on Logitech's website. Or no, it was about mice. Because people were talking about, like, restrain. And maybe it was on Twitter. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the internet is a flight circle. I popped over to Logitech website again. Because, I don't know. I have a Logitech keyboard I really like. So, you know... Yeah. I have like their $20 mouse mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe I should finally like get an MX master or something. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So I was on their website and you know, they have a carousel on their home screen with uh-huh. different, pro- like different product lines. So it's like for work and then it's like for creatives and then, and then there's the gamer one. And I, that's where I saw the blue Yeti. Uh. I was going to th- say, I thought it was really interesting that they were advertising and selling a competitor's product, but now that they've been acquired, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, shall we start but, the thing? Yeah. Huh. Hey. <laughs> no. Sorry. Good to do. No. Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode one hundred thirty-six podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us i'm one of your hosts zach grosser and joining me are frederica mozzi oh williams yay we're back i always feel um, really weird saying my full name i know that's really strange but like <laughs> yeah it's like the thing you do at the driver's license place other than like i never am like hello i'm owen williams <laughs> yeah what's your middle name oh it's philip do you want me to cut that out of the episode no i don't care <laughs> Um, middle names are weird if you think about them right like it's so weird yeah yeah (laughs) that's that's the show this week (laughs) (laughs) oh it's my name under the hood (laughs) how have we been this week yeah how's the weather and how have you been (laughs) i've been playing a lot of Fortnite again (laughs) oh really all of a sudden i'm like man i just need something to do that isn't like work and so I've just been playing Fortnite a lot with like people based in Canada, actually, like a couple of friends here, because uh, there's no other way to hang out. So I hadn't heard much about Fortnite since the Star Wars event, and I just yeah. saw it like trending in my Twitter feed again because yep. Travis Scott had like a concert in Fortnite. Yeah, apparently it was a huge deal. Uh, it's interesting because they're doing like multiple scheduled events for it. It's like the first time I think they've done that, whereas like. Star Wars was like one time have to be in the game at a certain time. I think that they've realized like time zones exist and 
also everyone's stuck at home and more willing to like tune in at different times so they're doing like five different times um i heard it was banging so i'm gonna like try and log in and see it today and on the same note i saw someone on twitter that had elijah wood on their (laughs) animal crossing island this makes me so happy I don't know what's better that Elijah Wood is playing Animal Crossing or that he's like looking for good turnip prices. Yes, so good. <laughs> oh, it's he's he's so happy. One of the most relatable celebrities, I think. Yeah, yeah. he's a hobbit. <laughs> um, how is how is things in the Netherlands? It's sunny. It's so oh, sunny. Hey, you know what's really wrong? We always have shit spring like it's always <laughs> yeah, yeah it's always bad i remember now it's like everyone stay inside yeah the weather's gonna be great oh my god at least here we've only had bad weather so like at least it helps a little bit but actually, now i'm at the point i need it <laughs> actually it doesn't because uh there was like some days where it was gray yeah. and first i was like oh my god it's so unfair it's nice weather and we are stuck inside mm-hmm. and then it, it was great and i was like ah oh, no it's actually still nicer if the sun yeah exactly my windows like and we right. have like a porch thing. thing like i would love to work from that so i my my thing is invalid <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm making my balcony real nice now because i get balcony in the uh, sun in the mm. afternoon which is great because then after work i get to sit in the sun and have one wine or one bottle of wine whichever <laughs> i was gonna say is that truthful because i'm pretty sure it's not one one <laughs> well, some, some days it is like i don't know how you guys are progressing through the whole thing i think we won't talk too much about covid after this but like i mean yeah. it's the day-to-day reality unfortunately um in the beginning i was like doubling down on drinking yeah. a lot it's just like fuck it it's monday i want <laughs> i want whiskey um but now i don't feel that um, yeah. interested in it anymore it's, it's like yeah, we'll drink like a glass of wine with food or something. And then on Friday, I'll drink a bit more or, you know, it's not like. It's worse during the week for me. It's like Monday starts out real good. And then by Wednesday, I'm like, <laughs> just don't care anymore. I was yeah. I was in a house party with uh, our friends, uh, James and Sam. And they were saying that like they have they have like formal work days. They do like. Monday, Tuesday, they take very seriously. And then after that, it's like, well, if we want to drink after work or start in the afternoon, you know, it's a little yeah. bit more flexible. But they that's, try like two days a week to be like a little bit really more good. like normal, no. quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, to keep a little pocket of normalcy. How have, have you been s- like? I have to say, drinking on Zoom is weird. Just to throw that in there. Like, I've, I've had a couple of things where they're like, happy hour on Zoom. I'm like, wow, I'm drinking in front of a video call. <laughs> So strange. What? How are you, Nick? <laughs> it's the only time I've ever gotten actually drunk by myself on so video call with people. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Tell us how you are, Zach. Good. I <laughs> I moved. I don't know about you. Like after moving to another country, I think like I was already pretty used to doing happy hours on video mm. chat because mm-hmm. I have plenty of friends that don't live near me. So yeah, but yeah, it's definitely more frequent now. I don't do it on Zoom because I don't trust Zoom, but Yeah, same. Um you should just house party. I'm super impressed. Uh, Owen Owen managed to mute his mic before sneezing. Yeah, I was very careful about that. Without I'm like without making any sound on the mic. I have really a lot impressive. of empathy for like people who have to edit, so I'm just like if there's any noise, I'm gonna <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, um yeah. I'm 
Yeah, I'm good. I I mean, maybe I could get into one of our topics, which is I've been really frustrated with Facebook. Surprise. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's an actual surprise. I thought you were so anti-Facebook. What's going on? I'm still anti-Facebook. I started making Instagram filters, which Ooh. are really fun. They um, built this software. I acquired the software. I'm not really sure how it went down called Spark AR. I actually have oh, yeah, done zero research them, on this. But it's a cool software because it's kind of like Quartz Composer and mm-hmm. that there's a visual coding aspect. There's like a patch editor where you can like drag these modules and then drag connections between them and wire them up. So it's very like Max MSP jitter, mm. Quartz Composer-esque programming. So it's non-code programming. Um but you could also write JavaScript in it, I believe. I haven't tried. Yeah. Anyway, there's a ton of great tutorials online to like get started. And so I started building them for fun. But you have to have a Facebook account, don't you? You have to have a Facebook account. So I created a Facebook account. <laughs> and then but the you have whole... to have a trusted account, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. That's the whole thing. submit and review process is all done through Facebook Yuck. for Instagram. And Yuck. it is a shit show. It's such a diff. Well, first off, this, the software is cool. It only runs on my Mac and my PC. So like, I really wish I could be doing this on my Chromebook, but whatever. But it runs through the battery of my MacBook Pro in like 45 minutes. Like <laughs> fans on full volume. Battery goes from full to empty in like 45 minutes. So it is... Not well optimized software. Fine. I'm do I get that I'm doing like AR stuff and that's probably very like intensive, but it, it seems like early software. Mm. Um it's not intuitive. So you know, definitely like had to watch a couple like YouTube videos and follow along yeah. to like figure out how things work. But I'm having fun. Like it's fun to make them and then try them and you can plug your phone into your computer and like pull mm. it up in there. Um, the Spark AR app and like see what it looks like and it's fun. Yeah. So the wow. first the first two I submitted were just like me goofing around trying to like make stuff have fun. I think the first tutorial I saw was super high. Did like a free. Right. It's like a seventeen minute video, huh. and I had to I watched it once and then I watched it two more times <laughs> and like tried to follow along and I finally like got it and it's a great tutorial. But anyway. Not surprising they require a Facebook account, I guess. Like, yeah, but plastic. so here's here's how it goes down. So I open up for the first time to publish, create the whole Facebook account, jump through all the like sign up hoops, and um, there's this big like warning, like due to coronavirus, like mm-hmm. review times are delayed. I guess yep. they used to review them really quickly, and now it's like this might take up to ten business days. Mm-hmm. The first two I do get published within like six seven hours of me submitting so i think pretty quickly not bad yeah like if that's the expectation i've set now starting here like if it goes to much shorter review times that'll be nice Mm -hmm. then i get a client that hires me to do an instagram filter and i am so excited to like really like try to bridge this like fun hobby i was starting to do with like client work and get money facebook so the review process, as I said, goes through Facebook, not Instagram. Yeah. And Facebook has been denying this filter I made for this client for a week now. Huh? And every single day, it's a different reason. So Sick. they cite 
their guidelines. They're like, this violates Article 2.4a of our guidelines. Um, Facebook is the police. And it's like text that isn't integrated into the filter. Okay, well, I don't really agree. I don't really see what they're talking about, but I'll like, I'll like change this whole thing. So I recreate the whole thing with the text different Hmm. or integrated. Submit again. This is marked as spam slash harmful and abusive. Okay. Don't really see that. Rebuild it. I didn't change anything because it's not, it's not spam or abusive harmful. (laughs) Resubmit it. This doesn't follow our guidelines because, um, uh, it advertises a product. Okay, it doesn't. And so I this is I think I've gone on like twelve or thirteen times now. Yeah. I've resubmitted this same filter. But my client is like, where is it? Yeah, yeah. And That's fascinating. So here's the problem. I was telling this Freddie to Freddie pre show is okay, so that like this violates our guideline line of like this the text isn't well integrated to the effect see mm-hmm. article 2.4a so i go to the guidance article 2.4a that's all it says it's <laughs> a half sentence there's no like this is what it should do this is right. what it shouldn't do there's that's no examples there's no additional detail it's literally like half sentence rules brutal it's awful it's killing yeah. it and it just like reinforces again that like instagram should be a separate company monopoly i don't know kevin sistrom the former ceo of instagram that recently left he did an interview uh i think with recode decode mm-hmm. yeah that i listened so. to and he talked about like we still were operating independently for kind of a long time right until and recently if we were at least in that place, I think this would be a cool process. But this whole like going through Facebook, yeah, to get it approved is a nightmare. And I posted a tweet. I was like, making Instagram filters is super fun, right up until the Facebook review process, right? And people that work at Instagram were liking the tweet. Oh, weird. So like, they know it's a nightmare. And so I don't know what to do from here. Like, I really like making them. I really hate Facebook. <laughs> And I don't so, know what to do because it's like I, I can't. There's no, there's no calling them. There's no emailing with them. Yeah. It's like you have to use the portal, the yeah. submit portal. To oh, I thought you were saying a Facebook them. portal. That would be hilarious if the oh only my way God. to contact them was through that device. Oh um, my fuck! I actually, you know, it wouldn't even fucking surprise me. I know exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Is like to buy to contact support by a Facebook portal would be the funniest, Dude. funniest thing. I actually have a really interesting. Um, similar experience when i was building a chrome extension recently with google they like require um if you use any google apis i guess because of that big drama with the like gmail api a long time ago they now require you to like go through a review process to use them so like google calendar you once you've tested your app and it's like ready you have to push request review and like oh my god i think i went through like 20 uh reviews with them and it was like the dumbest shit at first like it was okay it was just some like mistake or like can't say testing and i'm like guys it says testing because like it's not approved yet (laughs) um but uh the it was so weird because they were starting to like fabricate rules towards the end like one of them was like can't use images that look like ios emoji and like and i i I would reply to them because you could reply and dispute it at least and so like 
I replied to them and I'm like, guys, it's not an image. It's an actual emoji. Like, I'm, it's only looking like iOS because you're on iOS. <laughs> and they were like, you still can't use it. And so it was just this crazy process where I think it was it was 22 review re-reviews and eventually they approved it, but it was just like very much the same. And they wouldn't engage in conversation about it. It was like, if I, I could reply, but it was like, they would just re-review it and say the same thing. Like, uh, and the, it's interesting because um, at Shopify, I've been privy to how we, we have an app store with quite a lot of apps um, and quite a lot of installs. And I've been privy to see how our review process works for that. And like, I'm not taking the side of any of these companies, but that shit's hard, man. Like we have a whole custom like review tool on a QA team that we have. Um, and they have, it has like, I don't know, you know, 100 criteria and like every time that the review is reactivated, they have to bang through the whole list. Oh my god! To be approved. And what's interesting about all of these things, including our solution, is like the first rule breaking thing is where they stop. Like you don't get, um, they won't go through the whole thing and tell you all the things that's wrong with it. Like you have to fix the thing, and then you go back, and they're like, "Oh, now you have to fix this other thing." And it's it's, it's Maybe terrible. That's what's going on actually with you too, Zach? That they're just going through all the separate issues yeah. in separate, um, in separate points. Like you fix A, now we're going to B. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's what I'll say about that. You're probably right. Here's what I'll say about that. This is just like iOS developers in the App Store review process. Yes, these people very much. These so. people are spending their own effort, their own time and resources to make you money, right? Like Shopify having apps, Facebook having Instagram filter developers, Apple having an ecosystem of apps. Like, wouldn't you think that making it a better experience for these people is at the end of the day, very good for you. And I understand that they're trying to stop like, uh, abusers, people yeah. trying to steal your data with Chrome extensions, people mm-hmm. trying to violate the rules of the App Store so that they can skirt, I don't know, 30% <laughs> tax that Apple, whatever, to steal user data, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, whatever. Like, I get that they're trying to make the experience great for their consumers, but like, you can't fucking piss off the people making you money. Yeah, exactly. Well, it should just be a little bit more empathy is how I think of it. It's like you can reject people, but you should at least try to help them rather than give them canned right. responses. Well, in the filter, also, like making... some communication in general would be good because I think they're mainly failing on the aspect of not really communicating. Yeah, it's because most of these yeah. tools just have canned responses, right? Like the way that our tool used to work, we've been like really working on making it better. It's like it, it would have a canned response and it would just send it when they said rejected. But now, like, our tool actually gives you the canned response, but you can edit it, and you're, like, told to, like, kind of customize it so you don't sound like a robot, <laughs> which is cool. Um, but you're right. It is really – it sucks because you feel like you're dealing with a giant corporation. Like, it is just a support ticket. I hate it. I mean, you are kind of dealing with a giant corporation. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's really ironic that Facebook wants such a <laughs> stringent review process as well. <laughs> right. I mean, good on them for doing something too because my client is a nonprofit. we're creating Oof. a women's empowerment themed filter for the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage in mm-hmm. america it's like and they know that like because you have to write all these things right. about the filter to submit it so oh, like i've 
written that like this is a nonprofit, it's for women's empowerment, it's a partnership with the NFL. Like it's all above board. You would think that they would want this to succeed. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. interesting. And I've had to well, strip out like half of what made the filter cool to begin with just to wow. follow these arbitrary rules. Yeah. That's interesting because I thought I always thought the filter thing was a bit of a wild west. So it's much more restricted than I thought. It says a lot yeah. about like what Facebook gives a shit about that they review that stuff, but not like political posts. Right. It does say a like, lot. Their priorities are really towards Instagram, I guess is like my take there. Well, and I also like the second filter I made was this like meme of Tom Cruise laughing and I made it. So it's the background and it's also a, a like um, a texture over your face. Mm-hmm. And it's like just ridiculous fun, like just because I thought yeah. it was funny. <laughs> I was taking a meme of Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and I posted it and it got approved immediately. Yeah. And now I'm doing like this women's empowerment filter for a nonprofit and they're like no no so if it's shit posting they're they're fast is what you're saying yeah i don't get it wow i was telling freddie i think that i would put money on these reviewers not being full-time employees of facebook yeah yeah Yeah, probably probably contractors because they have reviewed right now they're um, probably in quota a time zone not america yeah because like it's also like the the feedback you're getting is so inconsistent that yeah, it so doesn't make sense that they that there's people that actually know what they're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just checked, and I just got declined again. Oh, so we're at like 14 times already, and this is for yet another reason. That's so weird. Frustrating. Bling. Anyway, that that's that on that. I um. I like making AR filters. It's fun. I might try. It's it. not it that fun. hard to get into, and Super High's got a good tutorial. There's this YouTuber called Catalyst, and this dude does like just tutorial videos all day. It looks like because that's cool. Yeah, and it's amazing. Um, trying, actually, trying to make some big bucks on the YouTubes. This is yeah, a really a, interesting a Patreon. Um, segue. I don't know if you've seen how like popular Snap Cam is for like uh, video calling right now, but very. Uh, at first, I was thinking like, "Wow, what a missed opportunity!" But then I saw their earnings the other day, and like, it's exploding again. Like, people, it's up a shit ton. I guess because people are stuck at home. Um, but it's interesting that people went back to Snap. I don't really understand why. They went well, back. I mean, it's just like it's an alternative to house party. Yeah, that's true. They do have video calling and everything, and that stuff is actually really good in Snap exactly. as well. Forty-four percent. Oh, revenue increase and then 20% uh, daily active users in one quarter. Yeah, but like to me, it makes a lot of sense because there was a lot of people that used to use Snapchat like mm-hmm. daily. And yeah. I guess everyone just kind of went away from there. Yeah. Um, but like you're not going to use Instagram to, you know, catch up with your friends or hang out mm-hmm. or whatever or like send, you, I don't know. Apparently there's video calling on Instagram in some countries now. I didn't know this. Maybe but, it's also for sending nudes in a way too. Do people go back to Snap? That's um, true. Actually, it's interesting you say that because I wonder if people would want to do that on Instagram. <laughs> it happens, but yeah. um, I think uh, people prefer Snapchat. Well, it seems safer. I don't know why. Like if I would compare, Snap has like I don't know. I, I think I guess it has the um, the um, fuck the reputation for it yeah. too. You know. Yeah. Um, exactly. They never you had know, a data breach or something. Exactly. And also that the um 
it's it's an actual thing that that you pay people to be in their private snap mm-hmm. you know so i guess like if we i mean i can't imagine thinking oh if sex workers use it and they like it yeah. then i feel also safe using it in that way too interesting yeah, I, I, it was just interesting to think about it because um, I know that like apparently snap camera on uh, Mac and Windows exists largely to help test lenses. And I don't think Instagram has such a thing that lets you use it through your webcam. It's just a really smart way to... Oh, yeah, you can do it in Spark AR, right? Yeah, you can build them, but you can't use them as uh, your webcam, right? No, no, no you can't like, use them yeah. in Zoom or whatever. Um... It's, it's definitely a masterstroke in marketing, at least, but like... It seems like a missed opportunity as well. I mean, you can't even just use full Instagram on desktop. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, they don't well, care. I but I now have um, DMs in the browser. Yeah, what? That's cool. And the Instagram yeah. app on Windows is the full one, uh, full uh, app. Really? Um, oh, if I you download it from the store, you can even like send stories. I have the yeah yeah Android app installed on Chrome OS, but it's yeah yeah. Buggy. Piece Fancy of shit man. No, but I do now have Instagram DMs in the browser, and yeah. it, to be honest, it's such a relief because um, it's so much nicer to be able to type to yeah. people than uh, on my fucking phone all the time. You know, I miss. This is a really uh, niche take, but Instagram briefly, or for a number of years, had a product called Direct, which was just the DMs, and they killed it so that you had to keep using the main app. Uh, <laughs> and I, I miss it a lot because you used to be able to just download it to chat. Uh, but anyway, yeah, right. no, that, I, I don't even remember that. Um, but Come yeah, I, I think a personal communication is something that uh, we are craving and that we all want right now. And also, I guess younger. I mean, I, I think for a lot of people are, uh, in our generation, um, using Zoom for Hangouts makes some sort of sense yeah. as a, as we're already using that. Exactly. Um, but I guess for the generation that's younger than us, they were already using, for instance, um, Snap. Yeah. So I could totally your... see that being like feeling like a safe or like a logic option. You know what so I'm already interested have in? an account and shit. Yeah, well exactly. I what I'm interested in is what the I expect out of this there'll be quite a consumerization of video uh tools like zoom is the best we have but it's not something that like I'm not even young but like it's not cool or good in any meaningful way and I've been thinking a lot about like that space has always been largely ignored for various reasons like it's an enterprise thing and like it's built into consumer apps it does make me wonder what variations of house party you'll start seeing like that kind of idea like spontaneous video calling or like the there was one that's in private beta from um the people who made screen hero that slack thing that got acquired for video calling um that puts video circles of everybody on the video call on your desktop and you can just like bounce them about oh yeah which is really cool um and it just makes me wonder where it's gonna go like what's the next uh, next video thing you know i just yeah i think yeah i don't know Zooming good. That about Instagram. I, f- I just feel like we need a we need Snap to not have pissed too many people off. And yeah. That, yeah. It's but they impressive. did too many like racist filters over the course of their <laughs> yeah, lifetime. Yeah, exactly. But you know what we need to talk about now? What? iPad. $300 okay, oh, keyboard. I have I have one thing that's kind of related to like video on mobile real quick. Okay, spoilers: the iPad will come later. 
Has anyone watched Quibi? Is anyone using Quibi? No, Quibi I fucking yet? refuse. I wish they would piss off. Why? It's great. <laughs> because they clearly have way too much money and just really want yeah. to install their app. I don't want it. Of course they have too much money. The CEO is Meg Whitman. I know. Ugh. Okay, so HP she CEO. was the CEO of HP. She's got like a really impressive resume. But yeah. yeah. And then Jeff Jeffrey Katzenberg? He mm-hmm. was like the producer on so much, including like a bunch of the new Star Trek stuff. Yeah. It's so like the two of them are running this shit. And I think the content's really good. I so for the am people sure that don't is. know. I have no a, idea what you're talking it's about. A <gasps> mobile only video streaming service. Like, so like political Netflix. video, right? Well, no, it can be. So you can turn your phone either way and the the shows are all made to work in portrait or landscape yeah, snap. and to yeah, switch snap automatically. It's cool technology. Um, and they just paid like so much money to get all this exclusive content. Yeah. So Is this all what these people used to watch the, the, the Kardashian show or whatever. No, it's a, no, it's I don't a bunch of news shows. Yeah. Um, it's all original content and okay. it's all, um, could be a short for like quick bites. Oh. And so Every episode of a show is guaranteed less than 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a feature. Like, we won't bore so, you like, more than 10 minutes. I'm watching this show with, um, it's called uh, The Most Dangerous Game. Hmm. And it's literally hunting humans. But it's like <laughs> Liam Hemsworth and Christoph Waltz. Oh, wow. And it's, and it's, it's like all shot in Detroit. And it's like, the dude is trying to like save his family. So he's like being hunted and the eight minute episodes are kind of fun. Cause like, yeah. you could, and like, I don't know what their release schedule is like. It's not like Netflix where like the whole show is available, but they definitely drop like six or seven episodes at a time. Wow. Cause it's like dropping an episode a week, but yeah, if you it's cut it up minutes. into eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I just like, will binge like, I don't know, four episodes and you're still like, yeah, it's, pretty short but i felt like i watched, so, watched a lot i have a, my spicy take maybe i'm old now but my take on all of these things is anything that has a serious amount of ad money behind it or like is like yeah pouring money into ads for some reason i just have this physical reaction where i'm like something's not right and i don't want it uh, I, I think the last time i had that any ads remember luminary it. i get i yeah. get so many ads it's the only ad i get right now on really Instagram constantly i block them because I just I've not seen off. a single ad. Um, Me neither. I didn't even know what you were talking about. Maybe I'm not. In I the, saw it everywhere. In the target audience or something. Um, I think I think it's an interesting idea. I don't know. I just like I'm just saying I don't have anything against them, but I always just have this visceral reaction. Like you remember Luminary that podcast thing? Yeah, they went to market yeah. with the same thing, and I like I just have this thing where I'm like, oh, something's not right there. If they have to do that, but I get it worked because we're clearly talking about it. I think they could be the next netflix and that's why they have the the amount of funding that they have yeah and that's why they can buy a bunch of ads and they want to like gain traction because right now it's like i don't know the first month or whatever free yeah it was just subscription service right i think it's interesting that's mobile only i haven't tried to chromecast it yet but i'm curious if that'll even work yeah um but i don't know Uh, some of the shows i think are good and i've been thinking about content Actually, a little bit. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was just thinking about how like apps like that rely on a content stream 
you know, right. coming. And there will be there'll be a big gap for yeah. a while, I imagine. Like even Netflix said, I think in their earnings, like twenty twenty, like there's no new content. So you'll see wow. the effects in twenty twenty one. But yeah, you'll see no new original content. But Netflix, yeah. what I've noticed recently is the amount of money they're pouring into buying old catalogs. Mm-hmm. Because like yesterday in the Netherlands, we got all the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> and it's like, that's that's a decent chunk of time if yeah. someone wanted to binge all of them. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're pretty smart right now. But so with Quibi, that's yeah, they the have thing. to. There's no, there's no other way yeah. right now. Right. That's the thing with Quibi that I want to mention that is special. That's like Netflix. It's the only content that you can get outside the United States. I can't oh. watch Hulu. Everyone's like, oh, there's this great Hulu show. Well, oh, cool. Yeah. Good for Dude, you. Dude, I'm in like, Canada. I can't even watch Hulu. I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just like a non-competition. Like, Hulu's not here. Can't watch Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. HBO Wait, is there Prime sometime. even there still? Yeah, there is Prime. Prime Video? Do you watch Prime, Prime Video? Mm-hmm. You can oh, get a wonder... you can get a uh, UK subscription and just watch it. Oh. Yo, I have if to say, use... hot take: it's the worst streaming service. <laughs> Terrible. There's no fast forward. There's no um, like the UI crashes all the time. It's so bad. Yeah, I, I got know. someone's I got someone's login for it, so I'm not that critical. Nice. I've been watching like... Parks and Rec on it. <laughs> I still feel like Hulu's the worst because even if you pay for it, you get commercials. Well, they have that plan now where you have to pay, if you pay $25, you don't get them. <laughs> that's how they get you. Fuck um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's a really anyway. good point, though. Like, if Netflix Netflix wasn't buying all these catalogs, um, they are going to lose everybody because no, yeah. now everyone's watching everything. And in three weeks, everyone's like over watching Netflix and they're like, yeah, yeah. It felt like a pause, but now we're not pausing anymore. Did you see the acceleration in signups, though? Holy shit. Like, yeah, from of March, course. they signed up an entire quarter of people in March. But the thing <laughs> is, and I think we all, we all seem to forget this, but, like, when this whole thing happened uh, initially, uh, people were running to the supermarkets to get so much food that the supermarkets were making more profits yeah. than they were doing around Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Right? But the thing is... We still eat the same amount of food, mm-hmm. right? So there's going to be some weird... So maybe they'll like lose a bunch of their uh, profit over the next yeah. months. So it will kind of like right. level out again. And same thing is going to happen with Netflix. The only thing that I think is um, dangerous is because they can't make any new content. Mm-hmm. At some point, you'll just feel like you finished it. And then, yeah, okay, yeah I reached the they... bottom of Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. And then, okay, sure, they, they add new old things. Um, yeah. But maybe you don't think it's worth that. And I, like, I assume. But everybody that faces people... that gap. Like, it, it's all about the pipeline, right? Because Hulu will have that problem too. Like, there's a solid year where they right, all everybody. suddenly have to figure that out. Yeah, maybe we realize that we don't really need it. <laughs> I think yeah, animated I think animated TV shows are going to win from this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah properly set up your animators to have enough kit at home you get some voiceover artists and you send them the kit so they can have a studio at home especially in la where people have big houses like i honestly think that animated series could continue if they're smart about it yeah Yeah. it's gonna be difficult and there's gonna have to be some adjustments because a lot of that shit does happen currently in person with groups of people but it could be smart about it. Here's the thing about Netflix. 
just like everybody else, is like you said, people are going to start leaving when they run out of content. But it's also like as soon as March hit and all of my like client work dried up, mm-hmm. I started canceling all my subscription services. Yeah, yeah, and I exactly. Kept, like, exactly. Who? I have like Spotify and Netflix are the only things I have left. Yeah. Same. And it's like <laughs> people that are losing their jobs don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. They're like, hell yeah, I'm going to cancel Netflix. Like, yeah, that's and that's okay. unrelated to if they can deliver content or not. Yeah, and I think every subscription service is going to face that. And I think yeah. now is the best time for companies that come back with you buy it once and you have it for life. Or at least a year or something. Right. Is the advantage like um, like the affinity designer, mm-hmm. the affinity apps are like that's. Well, maybe they just switched to a subscription model. Did they? I, I, there's actually one subscription I had slash have that's really good. It's this like um, really advanced like development environment called like PD, PHP Storm, but they have a whole bunch of other stuff. Like it's this company that makes all of the things um, and they charge you $99 a year or whatever. But if you stop paying, it's like sketch. So you just get it's like, like sketch, yeah. you, you end up with whatever the last version was. And they'll let you keep using it forever. And I think that's a, a cool way to think of it. Imagine if you got everything that was on Netflix before you stopped paying. If you, oh, I mean, that would happen. It makes no sense. I would. This would is a terrible happen. business model, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Owen, you you wanted to talk about the iPad Pro keyboard. Oh yeah. I mean, I. It's funny because I want to talk about it and I don't. It's like my my take on it is like it's a very nice three hundred dollar keyboard. It seems like and great for you if you can justify that. Um, it is really interesting to see it come out and like people get excited about the idea of using a mouse on iOS after years of saying that it, please don't add a mouse to iOS. I'm just uh, the irony kills me. But so it, it's really nice from what I can tell. Since that iOS update where it got track full trackpad support, yeah. not just as mixes, I've been using. I have a Magic Trackpad on my desk, mm-hmm. and I've been using it my That's iPad, good. and it's delightful. Yeah, am I gonna buy the cantilever floating <laughs> Magic Trackpad keyboard Whatever case that's three hundred dollars? No, yes. probably not. <laughs> I already have a Bluetooth keyboard that has the slot yeah. to hold the iPad and the trackpad, so like. I can do all the same stuff except not on the go, but where am I going? I'm not going anywhere right now. Here's the one thing that case is missing is like a fold flat option. Yeah. My favorite thing from that is seeing how um, people who are illustrators have figured out how the right angle is to use it, which is like upside down with the keyboard floating in the air because there's no way to fold it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Take it out. Not work. I saw a photo of somebody sketching on it with their keyboard upside down. I'm like, it's the new Apple magic mouse with the wire at the bottom. Like, this is a classic Apple problem where (laughs) they, they try to advertise something for everybody. Yeah. And it's like your audience is too large. You need a little bit of diversity. I think they should have like a pick like one, a, one audience. Yeah. So like uh, companies like Square <laughs> on their website, it's like you, once you hit the page, it asks you about your business. So mm-hmm. the, 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 the landing page changes to like respond to your needs. That's cool. Of like, I'm a small business or I'm a medium sized business yeah. or I have a hundred locations. Like they're very different marketing communications to yes. different groups. Apple's the same way. It's like, this is for the like business person on the go that wants to be productive anywhere without bringing a whole laptop. 
that go to conferences, maybe they're on a plane. Like that's what, this is a cool device for that use case mm. for the creator. I think that they could have a little like easel to like case. Or... Yeah. yeah. I've wondered about that. Like I have uh... one of those actually. I use those. Um, it's made by a third party, but um, it, it would make a lot of sense because like, I think one of the main things that makes the iPad so great is that it's one device that can do mm-hmm. multiple things, but like very specific uh, exactly. things. Good niche, like so, very good at those niches. Exactly. So why, why don't you like make a fucking website or like, why don't they like have accessories for each of those goals? Because yeah. one of the things that's so great about the iPad Pro is that you can draw on it so well. Right. Like it's the best fucking drawing device that there is. It, and I don't see them advertising it as such yeah. so much. They only push it when there's a new iPad and like briefly they will be like, it's for illustrators, blah, 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 because it looks really cool. And then they do a two-hour AR demo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the, AR, the obsession with AR, it's like, okay, so that's a good point. Now that I'm even using AR to make filters, I still yeah. have no interest in the LiDAR camera iPad. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, it's it looks just, really cool, though, if I'm honest. It's, it looks cool, but like, uh, but it, it'll be in the iPhone in like two months. Yeah, exactly. It's, the <laughs> iPad is the testing ground now. Um, but take on the keyboard that I thought was interesting. It's really interesting that they released it kind of out of cycle like independently it was like here's the keyboard that's it i mean they released the ipad pro as well but it wasn't notable enough to like really care and i think that they have a real challenge if you are buying both at the same time it makes it even more absurd like right. if you're buying a surface like the keyboard is 129 dollars, whatever like you're gonna buy it but when you're buying an ipad pro you're probably not gonna buy that 300 dollars keyboard at the same time because that's bonkers like that adds, uh, I don't know how much an iPad is these days, but it's a lot of money. This That's is what I'm saying, though. Of your bit, your traveling business person, yeah, doesn't matter. I know, but it's just like it, I don't know. We're reaching levels of absurdity where I'm like, it's a three hundred dollar fucking keyboard. Well, no, <laughs> I have an incredible I, mechanical keyboard for ninety nine dollars. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I think it's too much for a keyboard. However, if you're looking at that whole holistic. Yeah buying a package of I'm going to get the iPad yeah, and the case exactly. and Apple care, whatever it's, it's about what you mm-hmm. pay for a 13 inch MacBook pro. Exactly. And so if someone is going to buy this and not use a computer or like not use a laptop, maybe they have a desktop computer at exactly. the office or whatever. Yeah. It kind of well, makes I sense. Think that's their bet it doesn't well. seem like too much money. It's like you got your laptop from work, make this the thing that you use on the side that you want to use. Like, Instead of, you know, you can do your emails and all of that stuff. I like, I actually really like the iPad for like focus typing. I, it's predominantly what I use it for. And so I am the target audience. I just can't get past the price of that damn thing. Well, it's, that's, that's what I was saying. It's like they advertise this for everybody and it's not, and it's not for yeah. you and it's not for me and it's probably not for Freddie. No. I, it's for the banking businessman. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> specific use case. And I think that they, so they have a new webpage that's, keyboard cases for ipad it's like in mm. the ipad subcategory and it's like right. keyboards. oh yeah I, I saw that think if we were to be like a little like forward looking they're probably gonna have some diversity in this category mm-hmm. knowing apple they won't give us the artist drawing easel one that we want they'll instead just be like here's it in white but like yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, the the and on that train of thought, the real telling thing this time around will be whether or not they let other accessory vendors use the smart connector because 
that's the missing piece right now is if you are making something that competes with this magic keyboard you can't have the same experience it has to use bluetooth and that's it sucks (laughs) so anyway it's i i think it's really interesting to watch i just think it's i i'm i just don't get it if you want to buy it great for you but like i'd rather spend 300 dollars on something that's not a keyboard personally yeah it's not (laughs) or a really nice mechanical keyboard for 300 dollars. so um but we'll see i mean i i think it is interesting to see them align further and further with what was the surface strategy from five years ago like it really is interesting to slowly see them remove those barriers and i think ipad os 14 or whatever (laughs) what a mouthful will even further double down on this form factor like i think right now it's like it sort of works i think next year or i guess this year you'll see even more convergence with maybe like mac os models that support the mouse in those use cases I also want to say, like, to your point, Owen, about this being released, like, quote, unquote, out of cycle. Mm-hmm. I think this is what Apple needed to do three years ago is yeah. their events were becoming less and less popular as they tried to mm. talk to a wider and wider audience. And releasing a product a month for the rest of the year is probably the best PR strategy that they're going to have because they can. Yeah, don't have a big event now. Everyone right now is talking about the iPhone SE and the iPad case, mm-hmm. depending on what of those they're interested in. And in two months when we get, I don't know, uh, AirPods uh, Air Power, Air Power. Oh, that rest in peace. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I heard there's a rumor that Air Power is actually going to happen this year, but. <laughs> it's so that's funny. What, I still think it's funny like that that happened, that whole thing, man. That's why the iPhone SE, even though it's a $400 phone, still has wireless charging. Hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Anyway. Keyboards. Apple. There was something else obvious that was we wanted to talk about that I've completely blanked on it. Oh, wait, real quick. Um, Freddie, what is the easel case that you use with your iPad? Um, Do you remember the brand? Because, like, I'm interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my studio, which is annoying because I would actually quite like oh, to no. have it at home right now. I think it's something peak. I will look it mm. up and we can put it in the show notes. But um, it's really nice because I was looking at, like, uh, stands um, because I was kind of confused that there was nothing like it because I have one of those uh, magic cases, I guess they call it. Oh, them. yeah. They fall um, off all the time. <laughs> they fall off all the time. They're not – I don't know. I don't like them. But it is nice to have some sort of incline. But mm. if you're drawing, it's nice if your hand is, like, nice and rested, right? So um, – the thing that's really nice about it is that you can that you can adjust the height um, mm. into Ooh. three different heights. That's cool. Uh, from like, um, like I guess like ten centimeter uh, incline to mm. um, like fifteen or something. Mm, that seems steep. I don't know. It's nice though. It's uh, it's really good and it's really simple and it's really straightforward and it, it makes drawing a lot better and it makes especially your um yeah your posture a lot better which is really oh, good interesting. and oh. if you're like me drawing on your ipad all day that's really nice mm-hmm. um yo my battery in my ipad is fucked oh yeah oh, no. you have the previous pro right like the yeah. the old design yeah the, the, the second is it swollen one. no but oh. it's just like it drains super fast like i mm. can only draw half a day on it mm. 
Wow. Damn. Yeah. Like, long. I mean, if I draw on it um, for like less than an hour, I lose 50%. Damn. Battery. It's also like, you can't just go to Apple store right now either. <laughs> well, I mean, I, to be fair, I think my iPad's two years old or something and yeah. I heavily use it. So yeah, fair. In a way, it makes sense that it's... Batteries are still yeah. broken is basically the takeaway there. Like, we still have nothing better. Like, they just age really quickly. The battery time on the iPad used to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have a feeling that maybe the software that I use, Procreate, is, is kind of heavy on the iPad too. Right. Yeah, this, it's, um, that's the funny side effect of, like, iOS is you don't know when it's heavy, like, because of the way it works. Right. Like, you, you have no way to know what's causing drain. Exactly. Except, except um, our friend Rafa... Which posted like a, a picture from his kitchen of him editing his podcast in on his iPad. And, and hmm. I was like, what app is that? And he's like, Ferrite, which I had looked at before, but I didn't like the the design of it just felt like kind of <laughs> off and not modern to me. So I yeah. didn't like try it. But I spent like, I don't know, 26 bucks and bought it. Wow. And it makes my iPad so hot. It's the wow. first like I could draw and procreate for hours and don't feel like my iPad. I've never seen an hot. iPad get hot. That's wild. No, it's like molten on the back. Wow. Whoa. It is huh. crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Hmm. Insane. Sorry. Well, did you get a, Did you get a refund? No, I still use it. <laughs> <laughs> I might edit this podcast in it. Oh, amazing. Yeah, the um, thing is, what I now just have is I just have uh, everywhere. I just have little cables around to charge. Yeah. Little cables everywhere. You just need yeah. that USB C life. That USB C life. Yeah, it will be great. But you. Yeah. One day, dreams are free. I feel like there's um, one last thing that we should talk on. Yeah, you said that before. I don't know. I, feel, I, f- I forgot what it was. So maybe I'm just. We should it. start writing down pre-show. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I apologize if you hear. I this think part. I think the 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 last bit was maybe the COVID apps that we should wait. Oh yeah, the tracing. But yeah, we I think wait. next week it'll be clearer. Well, actually, they, it was. It, this is a, a small thing that we can talk about actually because I thought it was really interesting. So last week we talked about um, the tracing apps. Um, for for like covid um contact research right Mm -hmm. um so here in the netherlands they did something that is very similar to a hackathon i saw this (laughs) uh, where they invited seven companies to um show their tech because everyone was like we already made it it's already done yeah um so seven companies came around and sat around in this thing or i don't know how they did it but the format was hilarious there was like a zoom call you could watch and it was yeah, like the shittiest it. production i love it yeah and, and they got seven companies to do it and everyone um, showed up and blah, did blah, you blah. see that there was one with the blockchain i died yeah it no. that's, that's the whole thing like i don't trust stuff like this first of all Neither. i don't I don't trust uh, pitches. I don't trust hackathons. Yeah, uh, they are all synonyms for free work, and we won't pay you. And the and, synonyms for like rushing it, like yes. not thinking it through properly, right? No, well, and that's like that also delivered because there was already one per- one uh, company that had like a, a data breach and shit. So no way. yeah, and like they were like, oh yeah, we rushed it. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. But this is stuff that is not supposed to be rushed. Yeah. If anything, I I just want that I I just wish there was just like an all star dev team that would stand up like yeah. a bunch of freelancers that and like 
and also a philosophist philosopher yeah a philosopher there we go and like someone like you know exactly and someone that knows their shit and maybe someone who does the actual research at ggz usually ggd whatever um which is like the 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 bureau that usually takes care of that stuff yeah why do we have to have super companies like Capgemini or whatever the fuck it's called um, <laughs> to do this stuff? Like, it shows you want them. They never deliver anything. Governments need CTOs. Or I'm not saying that they, I don't think that's the answer, but governments need somebody who's been in the trenches who gets yes. this stuff. And because you, what you see is like, even be, if, if we were to like go outside of COVID, um, and government, they're often trying to like hire these tech companies to do X and Y, and nobody is literate enough that they always hire SAP and then blow like twenty billion, and it fucks up, um, well and they end up back where they are. And I think, and then, and then the, the Dutch government ends up paying millions of dollars to Microsoft because they yeah. can't update to from XP anymore. Because well, this is what I'm saying is like because you don't have a minister at the level of like. A C- uh, the equivalent of a CTO that's on the cabinet or whatever, like at that level, I think yeah, we, should have, we should definitely have a minister of technology because, yeah. and and I don't want to, I don't want to sound uh, all shitty right now, but like the thing is, if in the Netherlands the internet would break down in a serious way, hmm. we are more fucked than yeah. COVID could ever do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. At this Every, point, the thing is. Um, it's even so that um, the the power will just uh, fall, yeah. like the power will just stop working. Yeah, it um, is weird to think about that. Yeah, I mean that would be, yeah, that's it's a big problem. The thing is, we can't really go back anymore uh, yeah. to a normal to a normal to a different state, which is yeah, that's the whole thing in itself. But like, we need some sort of ministry of technology. It makes so much <laughs> sense. Like, if we have one for four and whatever and one yeah. for health then why don't we have one for technology? you have a minister for culture yeah. for example like yes and well, i think it's interesting because it doesn't preclude still hiring these companies that's actually not the problem it's just that the government doesn't have the uh aptitude to understand which ones are full of it well so luckily enough i do regained a little bit of trust in the government here because they actually said Hey, you know what? Like, very cool idea this whole appathon. But actually, we don't trust any of you, so we're Good. not going to do any of them. Now the blasting dance will build it. <laughs> like, it's just mobile app. I don't know. The thing is, that was I was really happy to see that because when this was folding out, like I saw a couple of yeah. threats about it. Threats, threats on Twitter. Threats. Yeah, threats. Uh, I always fuck this word up. Um, we're not threatening we're we're (laughs) a little bit of wool anyway um i was just like i was reading those and i was like i'm depressed Mm. this is never going to work the Mm -hmm. whole bluetooth thing sucks like we're talking about privacy but they are not thinking about that at all like there's yeah i mean it was a mess from all sides so i was really 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 happy that at least someone had enough brains to be like Actually, we should not rush this. Mm-hmm. And none of these solutions seem to give a solution. And what's also yeah. interesting is, uh, so there's other countries that are already using similar apps. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they did that. That was Singapore really and stuff. Yeah. But no, also Germany, um, Norway, 
uh, and some other neighboring countries are already using uh, technology like this. Um, but what we can see in Singapore is that it's actually not working at all. Yeah, they didn't have critical mass as well. Like their part, their program relied on people remembering to have the app in the foreground cool. and like all this dumb shit. Like we, no we one is about going this. to do that. We yeah. talked about this last time. It has nothing to do with people using the app. It's people exactly. getting tested. Exactly. People and getting tracing. tested. It doesn't matter if everyone has the app on their phone in the Netherlands. We don't have enough tests in the Netherlands. And, and they're only traces. testing healthcare workers and people that are coming to the hospital with yeah. your symptoms. And at that point, yeah. you already kind of know they have it. They're just making yeah. sure so, before they put them on a ventilator. So until we can scale up the testing, it doesn't matter what the tech solution yeah, is. Yeah, that thing is only like 10%. It's like part of the part of the solution. It's not... Right. It's just an yeah, augmented so layer. I, w- I would say that something like this app is actually more of a long-term like thing. Yes. It's a, a thing that it's a distraction. In a couple of months, maybe it would make some sense. But that also means that we have the time to think about this a little bit more and not just rush it out like what the fuck Germany is doing. So because a lot I'm, of people think that this is like the, the, the key uh, to open the, the COVID-19 cage that we're all in, which not. that's just not true. Well, the Canada strategy is really interesting right now. What they're doing is we haven't even, like there's no conversation about an app here in public at least yet. And instead they've like, opened up a volunteer program for people to do contact tracing from home so it'll be like uh you call the people that they were in co- like that's the job um and that's actually the thing they need and they had something like eighty thousand signups already um for people to do manual contact tracing which is really cool i think actually like yeah. that's the right way to approach it because then you can build the app on it like it will feed into that thing exactly and we've already been tr- you know like um practicing using stuff like that which is good yeah it is weird uh, like i get like the, I, I get the temptation to do it and i think that com- countries should do it but rushing it is a different thing like and like france is like chewing out like apple for like not allowing them to violate everyone's privacy right now and like i just don't the logic is bizarre i am a little curious about like so our department of defense in the netherlands has a very strong and well-regarded cybersecurity force. Curious if they could maybe build it. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I think that will be what it comes down to is the most capable agency. But um, it also comes down to optics. It's like if the cyber defense people build it, I don't know if you trust them. The biggest thing there is like you need an agency or a party that looks innocent enough, <laughs> right, to like build it so that people use it. Well, like you said, Freddie, it's not Cap Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> Like they have uh, never, they have never actually, I think, like did a project well. Like, well, they they just know how to talk, 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 and like they have people yeah. in suits, and they say very Why dumb no? things. Like, oh, I really wanna. No, it's worse. I really wanna, <laughs> um, like bring back this little moment that they had where they were like trying to get more women in tech, and there was this fucking woman from that company that was just like. So, yeah, you know, like, if a girl knows how to put on makeup, they also know how to do CSS, you know. So, I also like playing with colors. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it's also pink only. Like, fuck <laughs> off. Jesus yeah. Christ. That reminds me about that. Uh, there was a Dutch IT agency that tweeted something about, like, have, not wearing skirts at work or something because it's not professional. <laughs> Remember <Yeah>. that? <laughs> Just, yeah. uh, I know things uh, are bad in the United States for a plethora of what? reasons, but... <sighs> For COVID tracking, the 
Trump administration is now trying to give that to Palantir to do. Oh, good. Um, oh, great. wow. Hey, Palantir, cool. They can access Palantir, Facebook data. Cool. Yeah. And Palantir is also being put in charge of uh, tracking immigrants, uh, voter suppression. I mean, voter efforts online. Um, and Peter so Thiel's in his bunker in New Zealand, by the way. So, so I mean, I think these are sort of things that are going to have a really lasting negative impact in the United mm-hmm. States is giving private institutions that are known for not following any sort of ethics or moral codes like Palantir, yeah. all of this power and to have not just specifically coronavirus, like contact tracing effort, mm-hmm. but also voter tracking immigration tracking like i think this is real dangerous real real yep. dangerous yeah well you're already seeing the yep. biggest companies like facebook google foursquare revealing their hand a little bit in this process like oh look at all this data we have about people not moving and i'm like yo you just you just outed yourself <laughs> every time i see one of these reports i'm like oh shit it's like um zoom you know they were being interviewed by some news organization about zoom bombing and they're like oh well, we're using like we're monitoring the um audio and video of calls to uh with detect, ai <laughs> detect um foul language and nudity and it's like wait you just told us that every call you're monitoring all of our calls for people that are naked and then you're uh, looking at them or what like what are you gonna do no but a robot's looking don't worry <laughs> no we're a month away from f- hearing about the people that have to get fired because they've been watching oh, people's nude zoom calls or whatever awful <sighs> well on that note we should talk about the tracing thing again next week I, like i think every week with, there's going to be big movement on this stuff right. like developing story yeah. It's interesting. I, I think it's interesting and, and it could help, but it's definitely de- not right now. It's not the thing. Um, and I, the, the main thing I feel that we have to get rid of is the idea of that there is this fix for this, so yeah. for this whole thing. There's no patch. <laughs> because there isn't. You can, you can drink all the bleach you want. It's not going <laughs> to... Please <you're> don't. Just... <laughs> Uh, won't help. No, but you know what you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's it's um, there is no uh, fix for it, and it's there's... tempting to look for a quick fix. Yeah, we we want there to be a quick fix, but just like every other big thing, it just won't happen like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just all the the small efforts that we do together that will um, make this work. And an app like this could be part of that. Yeah. Um, like, if you look at the history of medicine, it's just mind-boggling how slow all of that moves in general. Like, it's I, pretty I medieval to, still. I try to not think about it too much because yeah. at some point, like, I figured out that there are some uh, vaccines took 15 years to make I'm oh like, yeah you know like the, the, I don't know if you listen to that thing about like the record and I'm like oh lord but so, on the other hand like look here's a I'll be mildly optimistic and I'm not usually this person but like it's rare to have the whole world aligned on a single thing and it yeah. shouldn't be discounted what the impact of that is negative yeah. or positive but like that's never and, happened unfortunately <laughs> people just go around doing completely different things like yeah. to me the whole thing where people in the u.s are like it's it's a violation of our freedom is something yeah. that is so foreign to me um yeah. it's funny though because it's foreign to me and even though i cannot understand it at all i can and i can't understand mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. it's also happening here in the netherlands right for instance after our press conference that t- um told us that the lockdown is going on for three extra weeks mm. someone was like 
but you said we were doing so great and now we're getting uh, three extra weeks of lockdown. And I'm like, it's not like you're not on house arrest by your yeah. dad. Like this is not some sort of behave well and get out of jail thing. Yeah. And I'm to your point of the problems in the Netherlands too. Like we've had a number of 5G towers burned down here too. Oh my God. Or towers that people thought were 5G towers, oh but are God. actually Beautiful. not even 4G towers. The crazy whatever. thing with that is that I've still, I like, I have a my own conspiracy theory about that is that because Facebook isn't moderating the platform properly because they say they don't have the resources right now is the reason that that's spreading. And also, by no. the way, if they don't have the resources, stop your R and D people from doing the thing they're doing and do the moderation. Then, like, what's the problem? Yeah. Also, just pull the plug, man. Just pull the plug yeah, on Facebook. Plug. Just turn it off. <laughs> Also, wait, you're having problems with moderation? You don't have enough moderators? Amazon just hired 200,000 people. There yeah, are people so many jobs. Unemployment, it's like almost 30 million people unemployed in the United States like, yeah. that we know of. Come on. There's no excuse for it. Facebook like, is full but of no excuses. One, no one should be working in moderation for Facebook. No, I know. It's, but like, make the R&D now. people who work there for salaries do it to see how shitty it is. Like, yeah. no one should be working in an Amazon warehouse either. But like, yeah, true. Yeah, we're true. Yeah, we're in a crisis. That's true. But yeah, they're making up excuses for sure because there is mo- more than enough people that are willing to take At a home. job like that right now. Yeah, from home, and it would be easy too. Um, but um, yeah, no, I I would much rather just see them pull the plug on the newsfeed. Yeah, turn that part off. That would be kind of fun. Like, hey, if you don't have the resources to take care of it, then you can't have it. Yeah, this is a good point. When you, you know what Facebook does have resources for? They are bringing ads to WhatsApp. That's what they're working on right now. Ugh. Oh, nice. Cool. The worst yeah. app. Get the worst. <laughs> they can't stop the spread of conspiracy theories on WhatsApp. They're like, hey, information's spreading fast. Ads will do that. People will pay for that. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I hate this plan. On that note, let's uh, let's revisit one. this next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something. Uh, we should talk next week about um, some Animal Crossing. That's all I'm saying. Holy but, shit! Yes, I am deep in this. I want to talk about third places even, but um, I think that's for next week. It's been a third place. One. Well, just like Animal Crossing, like the third places have moved from oh. bars to like games right now. It's just second, like this weird... second life. Yeah. Uh, Still exists. Apparently profitable Yo, company, by the way. I, I had bears on VR chat, like everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't have a VR headset or anything. It doesn't really matter. I won't lie. I yeah. have been close to considering getting one. <laughs> no, I'm not interested in getting one, but you can just still go on VR chat without um, having to do that. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It can be cool. Um, I've also seen people that this is a maybe a peak for next week that did uh, business meetings in Animal Crossing. So amazing! I, I've had a few like uh, I've made a few comments to people like, "Do you want to do the stand up in Fortnite? I'd do it." We've got yeah. great voice chat technology. Did you see that Animal Crossing wedding? No. Yeah. No. There was a oh. whole um. Uh, what's oh, that? That's oh, the reset. So wholesome. Podcast. There was a whole reset episode about this this wedding that happened in animal crossing and like the couple i'll summarize it because like honestly it's not worth like listening to a whole podcast for but like (laughs) the the, because of lockdown the couple had to cancel their wedding and the dude Mm. set it all up set up the island with all the his friends that he could get um, and surprised his girlfriend he's like come over to my island and then there was like 
an outfit for her character laid out and then like oh my God. all these flower decorations and then all the friends characters were standing and to me super nerdy i would have wholesome. hated it but like hey everybody's... i fucking love this it's wholesome so cute. af i mean uh i i guess that yeah i mean it's probably not a substitute for an actual wedding but it's i mean it's a really cute probably gesture cheaper. to be like hey i I'm so sad that we can't do this. Let's like make a little bit more fun out of this. Yeah, it's cute. Um, I love it. Well, I think that was it. It's time for me to eat. So that was it an is. hour and a half episode. So right. Jesus uh, fuck. Sorry if you I'll edit it down. I'll edit it. I love I love listening to long podcasts nowadays, especially when they oh, have people yeah. in that I know or that I like listening to because yeah. like hanging out. Feels like less alone. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Womp. All right. Anyway, hi at churchpractice.com. Share this with your friends. Um, Email us. Discord. Join our Discord. Um, you can leave us voice messages, and we'll play them after the show. And um, bye, biscuits. Bye, biscuits.